Weird game. A lot of weird games from last week. I'll just hit real quick. YTD, I am 101 and 88. 101 and 88 for plus 2168, which is roughly 44 units. Last week on the show, I already said Posty 1-0. Milkman, 3-1 and one in the SEC. Uh, I know he'll beat himself up for this, and I don't think it's valid or acceptable, but he now, two weeks in a row, feels bad because he has lost the the triple-headed parlay for us. Um, we, You and I have went two and three, B, uh, or two out of three now, two weeks in a row, and he, he has just missed that pick um, twice. So I, I know he'll feel bad, and he'll beat himself up. I don't think he should. He's been really, really good in the SEC, and um, I'll give him that. He gave you Kentucky, Tennessee, and a uh, – over under he also gave you a stinker in that penn state michigan under uh that hit pretty much the start of the third quarter uh b largely took my card last week i'll just speak on your behalf here real quick which we went about even berg similar uh, or i should say berg bet similar uh, there's not too much to recap for me here last week i learned much more about the nfl teams this weekend than i did college um uh, a couple wins and losses just to be consistent with the previous uh, podcast. I was spot on about UCF minus 23 and a half. They buried Temple 70 to 13. Rice has been a wagon for me all year. They cover every time I bet them. Uh, I was dead on about Ohio and Toledo. OU won by 19 as a one point dog. Toledo was uh, down 21 nothing in the first quarter and they won by 21 uh, as a six point favorite. So, I don't know how that happens, but they pretty much went on a 52-10 to 10 run in three quarters. Arkansas, we uh, nailed. BYU is just not who we thought they were. They're very fraudulent. Uh, Arkansas got that quarterback back, and he made the difference that everybody thought he would. I was – those are all good wins. I was way off the mark on several games, though. Uh, UAB, Minnesota, JMU, and Kansas. Uh, I had a double miss on that Indiana under, and then I did a late add – um, on Maryland, and I honestly think they would have covered had um, Tua's little brother stayed healthy. But and actually, I'll, I'll just segue that into the next part of this is my card for Week Eight. That's my only pending play. Maryland minus thirteen and a half is all depending on whether or not he is playing. If he's playing, I feel confident they put up a lot of points and they go up and down the field. The backup who they brought in against Indiana last week led them down the field twice, but um, he's just not as good, in my opinion. Uh, That was it. You know, West Virginia, I love the Mountaineers, and if I had to pick a team, that's my team. They kind of bounced Shapin's head off the ground like a basketball there, and that guy got thrown out of the game. Shapin and Baylor easily win that game. I I don't even – I texted you actually right away. I said – when Shapin went out with that concussion, I texted you and Posty, and I said, this this one's over. I'm, I'm turning it off. So uh, just kind of unfortunate luck there with the quarterbacks. So whatever. Uh, week eight, any thoughts on this card, B, or the slate? I'm looking at it on ESPN right now. None of these games really jump out after the week that we had last week in college football. You got anything on these games? Just a couple, but before I get into the card um, – if you can give me 30 seconds here, I just – I feel like I need to 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 cover from my boys here, Milkman and Berg, um, Berg Betts. I mean, Milkman's got a – he's got a baby. 
you know, baby plays. Um, and I just think the world of Milkman as a father and a husband, and he's just taking care of business tonight. And I got to respect that. Um, yeah. He's got his priorities in order. And um, I tip my cap to the dude. Um, Berg, Berg bets, you know, he's got some work to do with the Mason Comets tonight. Coach Weldon's on his honeymoon and Berg bets is filling out or filling in at the batting cages tonight, taking care of the Mason's Mason Comets offense. So, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have these guys back. Um, they're fully committed to you, Kenny. Um, but you know what, on a Tuesday night, they got some things that they got to deal with. And, um, I, uh, I fully respect what they're doing. Yeah. And I can appreciate it too. The Mason comments offense, uh, for those who maybe aren't as familiar with the high school sports arena or atmosphere around uh, Cincinnati, I guess. Yeah. The uh, Mason high school, uh, comments, they could use every tip that Berg Betts has to offer when it comes to the hitting, uh, dude, dude could hit the ball. Like no one else and uh yeah milk obviously my brother-in-law that's my goddaughter so i i th- those were not shots um you know i do no, have, i didn't i didn't, I didn't take like, it as that i didn't no, take yeah. it as that i'm just <laughs> i'm just making i'm making sure we all got these boys backs because um they're good dudes so let's You're move right. on yeah. you asked me about the card um Yep, yep. What I usually do on Monday is I do uh, just a quick cursory look at the card just to just say, hey, does anything jump out at me? Yeah. And, you know, as you would expect, as we get into week eight of the season, these spreads get much tougher because we know more about these teams. And there were only two games that jumped out at me that I bet on right away. Um, the rest of it, um, I didn't really want to lay any money out there right now. And that's, that's one of the reasons we rely on you, Kenny, is you do, you do great work that, that UCF and rice picks, those were awesome. And I, I would have never picked those games on my own. Um, but that's, that's how I feel going into week eight. I've got two, I've got two games where I've actually put money down and then I'm just kind of sitting back and seeing how this all uh unfolds between now and saturday yeah and i think i initially do kind of the same little thought process i actually like i've said in the past make most of my bets on sunday or monday and then i kind of retract as the week goes on uh today was the outlier today it was the first time i looked at the at the board and um i actually took a different approach this week uh just as far as how i selected games and by that i just mean i I looked at the rankings of, you know, how these teams early on, it's like, if you are just hear me out here and try to follow me for a second, if you're um, wake forest offense, you know, you automatically have the worst rushing offense in the country because they throw the ball 60 times a game. So your rushing offense is not going to be great Uh, on the reverse side of that. If you're wake forest defense, your pass defense is going to be among the worst in the country as well, because teams have to throw the ball to keep up with you. So now that we're in week eight, like you said, there is actually like a, um, an abundance of games and information now out there that is now it has meaningful value to me. And there's enough, um, I guess content or there's enough content, 
behind some of these games where you can say like, all right, well now, you know, it's not just like they have the worst passing defense because they're a really high flying passing offense. Now they actually do have a really bad pass defense, you know? So this week and the rest of the season, I kind of move away from how teams have done, have gone against the spread because now is when people would start riding those teams, like a team that's by week eight now, like five and two against the spread. Um, now everybody in the world sees that and they go, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to take this team. You know, they seem like they're doing pretty well against the spread. And that's where, you know, things come back down to earth. They even out. And by the end of the year, they end up, you know, six and six or something like that against the spread. And it's like, all right, well, you just went off of a team that started off the season really strong, exceeded expectations, and then you rode them into the back half of the season. And, you know, how life goes and nature, you know, things come back to, I mentioned this before I even started the season, everything finds a little equilibrium. Everything comes back and returns the baseline. So all these teams have been flying high. Maybe won't be, they are some of my picks this week, but maybe the rest of the season won't be as popular with me. And this is where you'll actually start to go against some of the teams as hard as it is. Uh, that you were on all year. Like for you, I know personally for you, this I'm already sure you're taking Miami this week, right? Miami of Ohio. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm really leaning toward that being my lock pick of the week. Yep. And now, full disclosure to your audience, I'm, I'm a Miami of Ohio graduate. Yep. I've been watching Mac football since 1983. Yep. Um. So I, yeah, but. If you want me to talk about that game, I will. Yeah, um, go. Give me it. Give me it. Let so, me talk to me. I mean, they host the Western Michigan Broncos this week. Western Michigan lost two weeks ago at home to Eastern Michigan by 22. Yeah. They lost last week at home to your um, Ohio University Bobcats yeah. by 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami, which I bet on Miami last week at Bowling Green, which I told you on this broadcast last week, I don't like Bowling Green, but I'll be darned. They they go in and beat Miami at home in a close one. I think it was 17-14. I just think Miami will bounce back. Um, they're, they're, they're a team that they're, – they're just always around 500. Chuck Martin's a good coach, but he's not a championship coach. But I think at home against Western Michigan, I think they cover a a six-and-a-half-point spread at home, and I feel very comfortable taking Miami of Ohio at home this Saturday. Um, There you go. Well, I'm with you. So I I wanted you to talk about that game, and I am with you. we're both on the same side as far as that game is concerned. But like, I know for me, this is sort of an area where I'll get back to what I was talking about. Like where this is where it's kind of the tides in my opinion, start to turn a little bit. It's very rare that you see like a team go nine and, you know, nine and two, nine and three in bowl and, you know, 10 and three in bowls, uh, you know, after bowl games are concluded against the spread where you're like, Oh my God, you know, they just killed it all year. What was I thinking? So this is a key monumental week for me to kind of see which teams continue to, you know, keep things rolling. 
Um, and then another example of that and another team that you have been right on all year is Buffalo. Um, you've just killed it as far as – I really feel like you and I have kind of stepped into our own there in the MAC. I like to say that uh, Milkman is the SEC and Berg is just kind of all around. Um, you do pretty well ACC as well. But the two of us, I'm going to go back at the end of the year here and kind of compile all the stats. I, we have – we've been all over the Mac. Um, would you agree or disagree? Yeah. And, and, and look, I'm not having a very good month. So, you know, I mean, I was nine and 18, two weeks ago, I was nine and 12 last week. So I am not making money right now. Um, <laughs> you know, just, just full disclosure. I mean, these people that listen to you, they, they listen to you to make money, not lose money. Yeah. Um, you're making people money and I'm, you know, I'm batting about 500 on the seasons, but yes, I've been right on Buffalo. Um, I think maybe the way you and I approach things a little differently and, and look, you're doing far better than me so far this year. I don't look at, I don't look at records against the spread at all. I don't even look at it. I don't even know where to find that information. (laughs) I, I don't, I don't. I just look at how are teams playing? How are they trending? And I watched Buffalo play at Coastal Carolina. I just happened to watch that game because I'm a Coastal fan. And I thought I thought they were a pretty good ball club. So I just kept an eye on them. And, um, you know, they've been winning games. But hosting Toledo, um, you know, at home, uh, Toledo minus seven this week. I, I, it's just a game that I'm not going to touch. I might live bet it, but am I ready to throw down money on Buffalo right now? No. Yeah. And I'm not either. They're, they're not on my card this week. That's just yeah. an example of a team that, you know, at some point this year, they are going to ultimately flip back around, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so anywho, You've done a great job. I think, um, unfortunately for you, but fortunately for other listeners, I've received a number of texts this week. And last week, actually, just to give people a little overview, I guess, we had 54, um, uh, what are they called, listeners, different listeners. Uh, There's a specific word for it that they use when they give me the breakdown. Um, But there's 54 different listeners to this podcast last week. That was probably the best episode yet. Uh, I think it totaled like 76 views. And we are almost to 600 um, total listens. Uh, And really, there was not that many of that listens for the the couple episodes I did by myself. So really, in like the last four or five episodes, I think we've done over 200, 300 listens which is pretty good to me. I feel like that's pretty solid. Uh, But it just goes to show again, the more people are listening. And like I was going to say that you unfortunately have cherry picked a lot of picks of mine that just for whatever reason, like maybe maybe the ones you've cherry picked have gone 40%. Other people I've gotten text today have cherry picked and gone 75% on some of the plays that I've made. And, you know, I don't know what it is. It's a comfortability thing or whatever it yeah. is, but it's just how it shakes out. It's just kind of how it, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I think, uh, in the grand well, the, the, Kenny, the other thing, and, and we don't need to dwell on my 
personal um, unit record, but I, I, I want to call this out. And, th- and this is mainly in to, 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 to really share with your listeners, the, um, you know, the, the quality at which you're doing this. I mean, you, you will bet a different amount of units for, for different games that you feel strongly about. Yep. And I don't do that. I, I just bet, you know, this, I bet one unit for me on every game. So that makes a difference too. So like your, your high conviction games where you lay out a lot of coin, um, you're winning a lot of those and that tips the scales in your favor. So, um, and thankfully it sounds like the listeners who are doing that as well are benefiting. Yeah. So it, you know, um, we don't need to really harp on that, but I, I wanted to make sure that I called that out. I mean, people that are following the, Kenny Hammer system, not only the the games that you bet, but the amount of units that they place on each game, that makes a big difference. Right. And so I, I say kudos to you on that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, without any further ado, let's dip into this week's card. Um, I got the I had the top 25. I'll just go the whole kind of FBS slate. And I'll hit on the 16 games. I'm not gonna I will not go through every one of these, believe me. Um, I only wrote up a couple of them, but uh, I have thoughts on some of them. Um, Iowa, Ohio State, Ohio State minus 29. I like that. Syracuse, Clemson, Clemson minus 13 and a half. I love Syracuse. Cincinnati, SMU, I heard is Bryant starting this week for UC. Can you confirm with me there? Do you know? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny whether he's starting. I can probably find out tonight. but um, I heard I- through the grapevine. Um, that he is starting this week and a lot of people are high on him uh i don't know too much about him personally but uh, i know that people think that he gives uc a pretty good shot they're only minus three against smu uh boston college goes to wake forest wake forest is a 20.5 favorite uh a couple other good games kansas state tcu um you get Alabama versus who's Alabama got this week? I remember thinking it was going to be a good one. Mississippi State, Will Rogers, there he's slinging it around. Uh, I'll just run through a couple that I have notes on, and then I want to hear your other play. Uh, the big one, I two big ones that I have that I actually filled out is uh, Western Kentucky versus UAB. Last week I was on UAB minus twenty three and a half against Charlotte. Charlotte sucks, and if you are a UAB team. Uh, and that sort of spot, and you can't cover that spread. Uh, I just think you're you're not as good as people think that you are. Uh, Western Kentucky has been a wagon all year. UAB is average, like I said, um, but Western Kentucky at home is much better than two and a half points. I bought this down to two. They move the ball quick, and UAB likes to run the football. In my opinion, this one's going to get out of control quickly. Uh, you get stopped a couple of times trying to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Western Kentucky kind of jumps all over you from a um, plays per game and a passing standpoint. If they get too far out ahead and UAB has to throw the ball, it's just going to get ugly. Um, they just make you play at their pace, and their pace is very, very fast. Ohio State, minus 28. If you've been paying attention to college football at all this year, Iowa cannot move the ball. 
their defense sets them up with great field position and they still can't score, like not even a field goal. Petrus is honestly, and I don't really do this whole dogging people on here. I'll like say that I fade people or that I like won't bet a team, but Petrus is, you know, terrible. I mean, <laughs> it's so hard to watch him play. If Iowa had a decent quarterback, they would be a top 10 football team like last year, this year, future years. I'm expecting probably two Ohio State defensive touchdowns. Uh, I think they win the field position battle all day. Tennessee made some noise. There's no hey, real Kenny, can I, can I ask you a quick question about Petrus? <laughs> yes. Would he start for Hawaii? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think so. Okay, please continue. Honestly, I don't. And that's actually another game that we will talk about. Um, Tennessee made some noise last week, obviously. There's no really clear number one. Do you think there's a clear number one in college football this year? No. Coming off a bye week, uh, this is a very important opportunity for Ohio State to make a statement, and I think that they do here. I think that is way too low. They beat Michigan State by this spread, and uh, I think Iowa is much, much worse than Michigan State. Uh, Purdue plus three. Uh, you got to make sure Aiden and that uh, tall, lengthy-ass white guy is playing receiver. You got to make sure that they're healthy. As long as they're a go, I'm taking Purdue all day here. Uh, Maryland, minus 13 and a half. That is totally dependent on whether or not Tua's younger brother is playing. If Tua's younger brother is playing, um, I don't see how you do not rock with Maryland. Uh, And just for reference, Purdue is at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a two-point favorite. Uh, The Purdue, they do not get the name spoiler makers for no reason. They spoil big-time spots. They love that underdog role. And then, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Maryland is playing, I want to say, Nebraska. Let me confirm real quick. Um, if I can't find it. This was the they're only play, one. They're, they're hosting Northwestern. Northwestern, I'm sorry. I knew it was a shit team. Uh, yeah, they're hosting Northwestern, and uh, they are terrible. So, uh, as long as Tua's brother's okay, there's no line released yet. Uh, across multiple books, so there's something fishy there, and I think they know it. I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing 13 and a half, Kenny. Are you seeing that on ESPN? Yes, yes. So if you actually go to look on Bavada or Lawrenceburg Barstool Sportsbook, wherever you do your bets at, you will not see a Maryland line. I promise you. Um, I've I've searched high and low. They're waiting to find out whether or not he's going to play. And just reading the news off ESPN, he's going to be a game time decision. So that will be a pending play for the time being. I am similarly on Miami of Ohio with you, minus six. I am on Georgia Tech, minus two. That is a Thursday night game. And that just gives me a little Thursday night action. Rarely do I actually like the Thursday and Friday games. I just kind of bet them to bet them. Virginia stinks. Um, and as lo- and it looks like Jeff Sims, the, the quarterback there for Georgia Tech, is going to play this week. As long as he's playing, he is a difference maker. And they are totally on an upswing since firing their head coach and athletic director. I think it's a totally new vibration in there. And um, I like Georgia Tech. Uh, that Western Kentucky I mentioned is the game that's on Friday night. And like I said, I normally don't bet those games, like loving them. I just kind of take something to take something. Well, I love Western Kentucky, minus two. Uh, 
we talked. I'm taking UC minus three. Um, Houston Navy kind of sticks out to me. I'm not touching it, but it does stick out. And then we have Toledo Buffalo. Toledo is seven point favorite. I think I'm going to wait around and watch that game on ESPN plus. I don't think I'm going to actually take anything yet. Uh, Notre Dame. This is not on my card has moved from a 24 point favorite to a 25 point favorite. This is on Peacock against UNLV and I will not be watching that, but I can just tell you right now, Notre Dame should not be favored by 25 against anybody. West Virginia goes to Texas Tech. These are both three and three teams, and Texas Tech is favored by a touchdown. West Virginia gets C.J. Donaldson back, and honestly, after the big win against Baylor at home last week, I am taking the West Virginia Mountaineers. I might be super square here um, and just, like, be riding them at the wrong time, but I'm doing it. Donaldson is the best player on the field um, when he is on the field. Uh, sticking, keeping out of Ole Miss LSU. If milk comes back and delivers like a five minute little sec, um, preview for the week, I'll throw it in here somewhere. I'm sure he would love to touch on that game. LSU is favored right now against number seven Ole Miss. I don't really understand that. Uh, another game I'm taking wake forest. They're coming back off a bye against Boston college. Who is also off a bye. BC sucks. Um, Wake Forest is that much better that 21 points to me. is kind of seems like nothing. Uh, uh, Purdue, Wisconsin. I already talked to you guys about Purdue. Maryland, minus 13 and a half. Miami of Ohio versus Western Michigan, minus six. Uh, JMU, I'm kind of afraid to touch, but I may. And then another big game, I'm taking Mizzou, minus 14, against the Vanderbilt Commodores. This is at Missouri. And um, I had strong feelings on Vanderbilt to start the year. They are three and four. Missouri is only two and four, but Missouri is so much better. They run the football awesome. Uh, their defense is not that good, but Vanderbilt's offense is, I don't think, has enough to keep up with their defense. And uh, as long as they can run the ball effectively, this 14 may get really out of hand. Yeah, but uh, Va- Vanderbilt pummeled uh, Hawaii, Kenny. <laughs> pummeled. That's right. Uh, yeah, and you're right. You know, they did. Uh, Vanderbilt is just not a good uh, program. And since going 1-0 against the spread week one, they are now 2-5 and against the spread. Mizzou is 4-2 and against the spread. And um, like I said, they rush for, you know, 165 a game. They only give up 331 yards per game, where Vanderbilt is giving up close to 500 yards a game. I just think uh, the way that Missouri kind of hung in there with Georgia and Florida and Auburn, um, I just think that they kind of run away with this one. Vanderbilt kind of got smashed this year. Their only really good quality win has been against NIU, and I don't even know if you can call that quality. Uh, Hawaii, Colorado State, you got a pick here, B? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> What's the – What's the over and under in that game? <laughs> well, I can tell you it's Colorado State minus five. Uh, the over under is 46.5. <clears throat> I'm not touching that game. <laughs> you've, already, you've already been burned by the Rams once this year. And yeah. uh, Did you go against me week one in Hawaii? No, I went with you. You went with me. Okay, somebody, maybe Connor went against me. There. I jumped up Colorado State Rams. <laughs> 
two weeks ago and just got my ass handed to me. So, um, yeah, I I do like your analysis on Missouri Vanderbilt, though. I I'm gonna I'm gonna take that game. I'm gonna take the minus fourteen on the Missouri Tigers. But Thank go, you. Go, go ahead. And they're at home. That's a four yeah. o'clock SEC game. I think five hundred pretty- yards a game of offense given up. That's a lot. Oh yeah, and that's again. Um, yeah, some pretty decent teams in there, but yeah. still they're performing way worse than the uh, expectation. So, yeah, I just don't think that they have it in them. Uh, kind of skipping along here. I have Texas State, and the only real point that I wanted to make about this game is that Texas State is at home. Um, they're 4-3 and three against the spread. Southern Miss is 4-2 and two against the spread. And I just think Texas State has played a much tougher slate. Uh, they beat App State. Um, they've played Baylor. They lost to Troy by three, who isn't terrible. They lost to Troy by three, and Southern Miss lost to Troy by 17. Uh, I just don't think Southern Miss is all that good, and their quarterback is nowhere near as good as the quarterback for Texas State, Hatcher. Hatcher is actually putting up a decent QBR this year. Uh, and to me, in a game like that, a kind of a – no one's watching ESPN plus weird, weird game, Southern Miss, Texas state. I'm taking the team that's favored by two and a half points who has the much better quarterback. Uh, just skipping along here. The rest of these games to me are kind of disgusting. South Carolina does the cool light show. They're four and two. They play Texas A&M who was wildly under delivered this year. They're three and three Texas A&M is a favorite at South Carolina. I know everybody hates Spencer Rattler and I do too, honestly, but, I still think that South Carolina should not be a plus three here. I, I think this is probably closer to even. Mm. And um, I'm going to take South Carolina. That's kind of disgusting, but I'm going to do it. So you're uh, going to take the light show. I'm taking the light show, and I'm taking Spencer Rattler. Yeah, and I don't like him. I think he's kind of a douchebag. And, yeah, I don't, I don't love him. I, honestly, I don't. I just think that – he will step up and they're, you know, they have some, they have some playmakers there. They're, you know, like I said, they're four and two, uh, Texas A&M played some tough teams and some tough games. Um, but you know what? Yeah. Give me Rattler. Give me, give me the Gamecocks and, uh, let's ride with them. They beat, you know, Kentucky at Kentucky. Uh, and you know, I, I just think, you know, after that Arkansas, everybody kind of wrote them off and then they got whooped by Georgia, but you know, I'm buying in here. That's what I'm doing. Uh, my favorite game of the week, and one that I really don't understand all that much, is UCF East Carolina. The Pirates are good. Don't get me wrong. And I like watching that quarterback. I think he's good. Um, that white dude who's from like 15 minutes away. But UCF has really like turned a corner with uh, Gus Malzahn there and Plumley. Their defense is fun to watch. Their DBs are good. They stop the run. They make plays. They kind of got a little swag about them. And then Plumlee on the other side of the ball is, like, awesome. He has 17 touchdowns this year. He's thrown for over 2,100 yards. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This is Ehlers I'm reading off. He's uh, Plumlee has got 11 touchdowns. He's only thrown three interceptions. But he also has 500 uh, yards on the ground and seven rushing touchdowns. Um, they're 4-2 and two against the spread. They average over 500 yards a game. They only give up 339. And they've got some pretty decent wins in there. Uh, East Carolina, to me, is just not as impressive. I know they're at home, and I know everybody is going to jump all over them here, plus five. I think this is kind of just like a 
big setup trap spot for East Carolina. That plus five is going to be so sexy. Uh, I think UCF rolls them. Their defense is actually really good. You got anything there, B? Were you going to say? Uh, uh, I. East Carolina at home is scary, and their fans serve really, really good barbecue at their tailgates. Um, just be careful there, Kenny. Yeah, and I know. Uh, I know that's a sexy pick, the East Carolina. Yeah, yeah that's sexy. But, but I, I would not lay, like, five units on that game. I'd, like, pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. I appreciate that, too. That's good analysis and, you know, good feedback. Um uh, UCF to me has just looked dominating. Like they've looked much better than I thought they were going to. And I know ECU is, is good too. I do like that Ehlers guy. He is, he's a good quarterback. Um, he throws the ball. Well, uh, last game I'll talk about here. It's kind of an ugly one. Um, Utah state, Wyoming, <laughs> Wyoming oh, playing at home at Wyoming is a wagon. They are so good at home. Kind of like ECU. Uh, they're four and three against the spread. Utah State two and five against the spread. Utah State just barely snuck one out against your Colorado State Rams. Um, <laughs> they lost to Weber. They've lost to UNLV. They looked okay against BYU, and they barely snuck out one against Air Force. Uh, Wyoming to me has just kind of looked better and they play much better at home than they do on the road uh i just think wyoming will get it done here at home minus four and a half i think that's kind of another rat line where they're like tempting you to take utah state i will not do it uh, i've taken the cheese too many times this year give me wyoming minus four and a half. I, I love that pick kenny i think that's solid go cowboys <laughs> go cowboys <laughs> All right, B. Well, that's all I got. Uh, those are all my picks. Those are three units on every single one of those games that I just gave you. I bought a lot of points this week, uh, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Again, I said it before. I'll say it again. I don't care what you call me. Uh, just call me Kenny Hammer when you're done. And uh, that's all I got. You got anything, B? I just have one game, and 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 again, you're dude. You're you're printing money. I mean, you're you know, it's hard. It's hard to beat Vegas, and you're doing it. And no, you're trying way. So, um, yeah, I, I, I want to know what you think before I, before I talk about this game, I want to know what you think of Appalachian state host Georgia state in Sunbelt action tomorrow night, Wednesday night on ESPN. Speaking of betting Wednesday night games, just <laughs> think that, um, what are your thoughts? So, uh, the Bryce, the quarterback there is a beast. The running back for App is a beast. Uh, that people's guy, I think he's awesome. Georgia State um, just had a good win last week there against Georgia Southern. They beat Army pretty convincingly. They were in a game with Coastal, and then they lost. Um, they were also in a game with UNC, and they lost. Uh, App State's defense is much better than most of those teams. App State's defense, even though they gave up all those points there to um, UNC, they only gave up 14 to Texas A&M. Uh, JMU, they completely let back in that game. And, you know, other teams they've held under 30, which in college football I consider a W. Uh, Georgia State is going to have to score a lot of points to be able to hang in there with App State. And I think I already know the direction you're going here. 
they only allow 337 yards a game. Georgia State allows over 100 um, more yards, and they don't keep up from a yardage standpoint total with App State. I would, uh, even though they're two and four against the spread, Georgia State's two, three, and one. Uh, as long as the spread is around 10 there, I think if you buy it to nine and a half at home Wednesday night game, I'd take App State. I, I, would, I would roll with it. All what right. Are you th- what that, are you thinking? That, that's precisely what I did. I bought it to nine and a half, and I just think the locals there in Boone are going to be completely jacked to be yep. – a game on ESPN2 on Wednesday night at 7.30. And that is a very proud uh, community of fans. And I think the players are going to be pumped for it. I think the fans are going to be pumped for it. I think they beat the nine-and-a-half point spread, and I I laid money down on that game. There you go. Well, I like it. Yeah, well, good luck uh, tomorrow night. That'd be 7.30 at Kid Brewer Stadium, ESPN2. I think you're right. The Boone, North Carolina uh, crowd. It's supposed to be a pretty nice night, and uh, they certainly do get up there. So, yeah, I think Georgia State's going to have a handful. Um, I got no other picks here, B. You got any other things, games, any items you'd like to discuss? Or No, I think, I think, you, I think you outlined things really well, and there are a few picks that you made that um... – as soon as we hang up here, I'm going to go ahead and lay some money down because I think you did a great job as always. Well, thank you, B. I appreciate it. And uh, that's all I've got for you fellas. Let's make some money this week. Yep. Can I make one other comment? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I just want to thank you for the um, Woodford Reserve Bourbon Ball gift box that you presented uh, to me on Sunday night. Um, As you know, Woodward – Woodford Reserve is the official sponsor of the House of B uh, Lock of the Week pick. And I just thought it was a very classy move on your part to throw some bourbon balls my way. And I want you to know that I really appreciate it. Absolutely. No problem. I, you know, I saw him there. I went to the Arrow Wine and Spirits, which may officially be another sponsor of the show by the end of the year. Uh, they got everything under the sun in there. And I saw it. I said, Oh my God, I got to get those for B, you know, just for being the guest that you've been. And, um, you know, mentor friend, um, uh, now colleague in this. And, you know, I, I really do. I got nothing but good things to say about you. And right. Thank you again for being honest with me. And, you know, if you're giving gifts to a dude who was nine and 18, um, you're more than a great friend. <laughs> We're going to make some money this week, B. I have faith. We All right. I got faith in you. I got faith in our picks. I have faith in this podcast. So, everybody out there, let's have a good weekend. B, thank you. I appreciate it. Love you, man. Hammer time out. Love you, buddy. Bye.